Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Talking Games with Kelly and Andrew. I'm Andrew. I'm Kelly. I'm tired, Kelly. All my spooky juices have finished. Oh, dear. They're gone. I have no more spooky juice. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Do you have the like... election juice? Do you oh, have yeah. Go the vote. patriotic juice? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> that sounds disgusting. It does. It does, doesn't it? Vote. Uh, Yes. <laughs> Sorry. I. It's so confusing. If you're in Ohio and you're listening on day of release, is it wrong to... Uh, you know my political opinions. Go vote yes on it's issues It's not like we're getting paid. You know what I mean? Maybe if this was a paid podcast and we had like other people to worry about, but... I also don't think that they are controversial. Well, they are. I don't think they should be. I think vote yes should be... On issue two, it's obviously not that controversial. On issue one, it apparently is, but yeah. go protect go protect women's health. Yeah. And go also, hit- if you live in Summit, vote yes on issue 17 to perfect, prevent, protect... <clears throat> protect people with disabilities yes very important stuff if you can vote go vote because yes, unless you already did because some people vote early well yeah like it's your civic duty whatever but also you do get the sticker so yeah i mean if i didn't get the sticker i i wouldn't go <laughs> it's the gamification of voting and i'm a gamer i need to be rewarded i need instant gratification <laughs> and the sticker does that for me yeah, this is like a video game. If I don't get if I don't get a reward, why would I do the activity? <laughs> if I don't, I get the little ding trophy unlocked. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Vote. I yeah. voted. Yeah, and I totally don't throw the sticker away when I get home. <gasps> Did you really? I think I I usually like set it somewhere like on the counter and be like I voted, and then like three days later I'm like okay I'll get this again later. My God, that's crazy. Where do you put yours? Well, one of mine's on my water bottle. The other one. I think it's actually just like sitting in my car because mm. we had a special election where I'm well, we had a special election recently and I got a sticker for that. Like within this year we had it. So yeah, and it was in August just right? in my car. Yeah. So I feel like you should go vote if you live. I mean, go vote anywhere. I'm I'm simply presenting what's in Ohio because that's where. According to RSS, the majority of our listeners reside. Um, but if you live in other states, go vote as well. And if you live in other countries, I don't know how your democracy works. But That's none of my business. Partake. <laughs> Do it. We have a. We always have like blips that come from unexpected countries. And I'm like, who? who are you? Yeah. If you listen, if you're listening right now, I know it's slim chances. But if you're in another country, please reach out to me like please on twitter or whatever you feel like reach out and just tell me hey i live in blank and i listen romania romania we could have some romanian listeners i feel like a lot of the blips are in like asian territories oh like, that's interesting yeah like korea not a, I mean, it's not a lot. I don't think we have like a massive Korean fan base, but well, there are blips that happen in like Korea and Japan, and I'm like, who are you? That's interesting. Yeah, and we'll never know probably because there's no way. It's not like I can like, I don't see who listens. I just get general ideas of where they might live. Yeah. So. Huh. Well, do you know anybody who lives in uh, the Upside Down? Yeah, my cat. Oh my gosh, he's a little demogorgon. <laughs> Demogorvin. Oh, Demogorvin. That should be his <laughs> Halloween costume next year. That would be very cute. That's a good idea. And also sounds extremely complicated, and he will hate it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I bring up the upside down because uh, big news for people who play Dead by Daylight, like myself. I actually haven't played Dead by Daylight in a while, but this will certainly bring me back. Um, uh, a few years ago, they got the license to bring Stranger Things into Dead by Daylight. So there was a map. There was Hawkins Lab. There was uh, Steve and Nancy and Jonathan were three survivors you could play as. And then a Demogorgon as the killer. Um, they were in the game for a while. They, I think through season three, because uh, Steve has his like Scoops Ahoy outfit. Um, but unfortunately, the, the uh, Netflix removed the license so that um, 
the characters still existed if you had already bought them, but if you didn't buy them, they were removed from the store and Hawkins Lab was removed from the game. So really only people who had already owned these things could still play these characters. Um, and there had been all this like hype around like, are they ever going to bring Stranger Things back? Blah, blah, blah. Well, Dead by Daylight, the team, uh, Behavior, announced today that it's coming back to the game. Um, no news on like new cosmetics or characters or map or anything like that. But they are bringing back Hawkins and you can purchase Steve, Nancy, Jonathan and the Demogorgon again, which is very exciting. Um, I only had Nancy, so I'm excited to get Steve and his Scoops so what, Ahoy outfit. What happens when so you just lost the costume that you bought? No, I still had it. I, oh, just new people couldn't buy it. Right. So, like, if you had started playing within, like, the last year, you wouldn't be able to get Steve, Nancy, Jonathan, or the Demogorgon. But if you had bought it back when it first came out or any of the time that it was available, you still would have been able to play them. <clears throat> um, I, It's Stranger Things Day, right? It is, which is why yeah. they announced it. But it's interesting because there were sort of, like, rumors this past week that it was coming back. And I think the characters coming to Fortnite uh, was a big indicator that Netflix is being a little bit um, more generous with the license, so to speak. And the licensing rules have sort of changed now. So these characters probably won't be leaving Dead by Daylight again, which is good news. And also it opens the door for more opportunities like maybe like Vecna, Killer. Um, oh, that's maybe a fun idea. Yeah, maybe like Joyce and Hopper skins or like Eddie and Robin <clears throat> or even like Eleven. So, yeah, because Eleven's in Fortnite now. So that's <laughs> kind of isn't she a kid? Yeah, I not think that, that matters. It's not a violent game, but Fortnite. No, I don't think I am not sure that they would bring her to Dead by Daylight because she is technically like a teenager. Yeah, I mean, Millie Bobby Brown, I think, is an adult. I don't really know, but she—I mean, she's young, but the she was a kid like when they they started the show. Yeah, so I don't think that would be the case. But it'd be cool if they brought like Hopper and our Joyce. I just hit play on a Fortnite trailer by accident, and it was full volume, and it frightened me. Oh, I'm sorry. Your your uh, audio quality is a little fuzzy right now. Does it sound better now? Yeah, it does. Oh, it's because I was playing the Fortnite trailer. <laughs> I don't know why those two things correlate, but... Uh, so happy Stranger Things Day. Yeah. I mean, you can't get her in Fortnite anymore, so you already missed it if you're listening to this day of release. Really? Yeah, it's only in there for day. Why wouldn't it be today? That's so dumb. Um, It is. Oh. This podcast will release one day later. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. You're, see, yeah. you're looking to the future, and I'm stuck in the past. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to go play Fortnite, Kelly? Um, no, probably not. It's really stressful now. I can't play Fortnite anymore. Like, everybody's too good at it now. Back when I yeah. played it in, like, 2018, I felt like I could sort of hold my own. But now it's like, everybody's really good at the game. I don't know what is going on. I don't know where we are. I don't know who these people are. I don't know what their weapons are. There's, like, Goku's, like, blasting me with a with a shotgun. It's like, I, I, I'm not built for this world anymore, you know? I'm like an old lady now. I can't keep up with the kids. I mean, this is not on our news sheet, but did you see 44 million people played two days ago in one day? That's really, uh, that's that's wild. But it was like a new season launch, right? And yeah, it was like called, classic Fortnite. Like yeah, the... it's called Fortnite OG, so it's the original map. See, I might be able to do that because I remember the original map. Yeah, but I feel like I'd be even sadder because back in the day I was like, oh, I know where to go. And now it'd be like, oh, you die if you go there. And I'm like, but that's where I used to go. I know. I know. So, well, if you want to watch a video, why OG Fortnite should stay by Ninja, it's 10 minutes and 14 seconds. Not the Ninja plug. That's crazy. I'm not going to plug Ninja. I mean, I already did, but I'll just, <laughs> yeah, it's too I'll late. just uh, pretend did. it didn't happen. Right. Uh, but if you want to tweet about it, you can't do it from your PlayStation anymore. PS4, PS5 are, at this point, for no apparent reason, losing Twitter support in a week, November 13th. So uh, this is weird. I mean, I hate Twitter. 
out of principle. But sometimes I get funny glitches on PS5 and I hit I hit capture and then I want to tweet them. Like the other day when I was playing Spider-Man and I turned into a cube. I thought that was funny and I wanted to share. But I'm not going to allowed to not allowed to do that in a week. Is it Elon? Do you think this is Elon related? I do. I think Twitter is just not a sustainable place for businesses to like conduct any sort of marketing or anything like that anymore. Yeah. To integrate. Yeah, so I think that's probably why. And who knows? I mean, I don't know what Twitter's going to look like in like a year. So If it looks like anything. Yeah. You hear if all these not- like news stories about, oh, it's going to turn into this or oh, it's going to turn into that. And it's like the, the fantasies, the delusions of a, a billionaire who has no one telling him no. So, yeah. Well, I have good news. He's a big listener of this show, so we might be able to change his mind. Wow. That's interesting. That he listens to our show. What's up, Muskie? We hate you. Oh, I I don't know if I like that nickname. It's crazy that his name is Elon Musk. Like, his it's last rough. name is Musk. Yeah, it fits his personality. That's... See, I don't, like, I don't agree you... because I feel like Musk doesn't necessarily have a negative connotation. It's like Musk, to me, is like a, is like a manly smell you know it's like a musk it's like it's not necessarily good or bad but it's like you know what i mean i feel like i imagine walking into like a 32 year old man's house who does not know how to take care of himself and it's truly disgusting and like you smell in the and you walk in and the smell is so overwhelming that it's like makes you tear up a little bit and you feel like you're like gonna be sick to your stomach Hmm. that's what i imagine that fits his personality Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. He, he should, his this... name should be like Elon Odor or something like that. Yeah. Like I guess Elon... I feel like Odor is a lot more straightforward. Like it's always oh, it's an odor. Like it's yeah. stinky. It should be like Elon billionaires are unethical intrinsically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like my political views don't normally in, uh, integrate into this podcast. Um but as PS5 is losing Twitter integration, I am gaining political integration, I guess. Wow. Well, yeah. this is a political, this is a special election day episode, so. Oh, yeah. Happy election <laughs> day. I forgot. Yeah, I'm allowed to have opinions today. Exactly. Uh, you may have an opinion on this next news story, which is that The Last of Us Season 2, the HBO series, is entering production in early 2024, which early 2024 is in two months, so. I don't really know how this is going to work because the Screen Actors Guild is still on strike. And I think um, it's different for British actors. So I don't know, like, what Bella Ramsey's situation is, but I know Pedro Pascal can't do anything right now because he's on strike. So I don't really know what's going to happen there. This may be a very extended production cycle for this season. That also makes me think that, and I don't know anything, but maybe HBO kind of knows something like that we don't. <laughs> if they're yeah. starting to plan things, I feel like maybe because the writer's strike is over. Maybe right. HBO like kind of has some secret background knowledge about when things are going to end, which is I know that's probably not. I don't know. That just seems to me like a possibility. Yeah. I mean, maybe as we speak right now, the strike will be broken. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, probably I, not. But yeah, I mean, we'll probably report on it because it will have an impact on things. But um, it's interesting because I heard this news while I was with my mother, who does not care one iota about video games, but (coughs) she did love Last of Us season one. And I mentioned this and I was like, yeah, so that means like realistically season two will come out like hopefully early 2025 at the earliest, you know. And she was very she was not happy to hear that. And I was like, yeah. And then I realized why I didn't care. I'm like, oh, I know what happens. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like so thorough i'm like i'm set i kind of like i could tell you how it ends if you wanted to know and she doesn't but like it is funny because like as somebody who's just is this what people who read the books before movies feel like they're just like oh i know how it ends like no rush yeah i wonder i mean i guess not saying that anybody being on strike is beneficial i mean people not getting paid is beneficial but i wonder if like having extended time helps a little bit more with season two because 
Bella, age. like Ellie is supposed to get be everybody's supposed to be a little bit older anyway. So maybe it would be, you know, um, in a roundabout way, a good, not a good thing. You know what I'm saying? Like there's Plot more time wise. now. Yeah. So narratively, it makes a little bit more sense. But we, I, I mean, who knows? I might agree, except I looked at a picture of Bella Ramsey from Game of Thrones. And you would not know that even three days had passed. Like, they do not age. Yeah. I, I, I wonder if they'll I'm, do they some sort taller. of, like, aging makeup or something like that. Well, I'm looking at one picture. I mean. F- of them in, like, what looks like a prison cell. I don't know if this is from a, a film or if it's just a photo shoot. They look. Uh, oh, they're in a BBC drama. They look a lot older, so I feel like yeah. it wouldn't be that hard. I'm personally of a mind I because I watched Game of Thrones when it came out. I remember them feel, feeling very young during Game of Thrones and being sort of shocked by the casting news that they were going to be in The Last of Us. Because I, you don't realize how much time has passed. To me, Game of yeah. Thrones feels like it ended like a year ago, and it ended like five years ago. Oh my goodness! So, no, six but, years ago. Really? I think it ended in 2019, so four years ago. But That's regardless, um, I think I think they can they can pull it off. And production, really, I mean, I don't know if production includes like the writing, rewrite, script, doctoring, that sort of stuff. I always assumed that was pre-production, but I think it's probably, if I had to guess, written completely already, or yeah. at least close to because like neil Druckmann obviously knows what's up so he knows how it's gonna go um we'll see i just don't i would say if you're holding out for season two uh maybe just play this the second game instead (laughs) because it's gonna be a while and also let's be realistic it's probably season two and three are going to tell the story of part two so it's gonna be a long time yeah but uh something else that might be a long time off is whatever Hideki Kamiya and Shinji Mikami got got bacon in the oven right now. Whatever they have that is rising in the bread drawer, it's going to be a while before we see the baked product. Have you been watching The Great British Bake Off? I actually have not. Oh. But I wondered if that's why you were using all this baking terminology. No, I don't know why. What were you, I don't even know what we were talking about before. Anyway, those two recently departed their studios that being uh Hideki Kamiya leaving Platinum and Shinji Mikami leaving Tango the two of them very famously used to work together at Capcom they were huge pioneers of the Resident Evil series uh basically like fundamental important figures in early Capcom days um well they're having a a talk to discuss their futures on December 16th during a festival in Tokyo, they're going to be having a talk. I This doesn't sound like news, but these two have like a lot of creative uh, gusto behind them. And it seems like this probably means they'll work together, which could be really cool. Because like I said, these guys like formed Capcom's early gaming identity in a way that, you know, can't be understated. So I'd be very curious to see what they're up to now. And it would also explain, because what, when Camille left Platinum what a month ago when was that i think it was like august yeah september 25th so oh yeah between our two guesses it didn't make any sense it was just like well what does what does he have planned and now just hearing this news i'm like he has something planned i don't know what it is but he has something planned and i'm curious to see what what these bros got going yeah we'll keep an eye on it yeah december 16th will be here in like a week Oh, it's you're joking, but it really will be. I mean, time goes by so fast these days. You wouldn't even know that a Lies of P sequel was confirmed unless I told you here on this show right now. Oh, my God. There's a Lies of P sequel that's been confirmed. Uh-huh. 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 I, uh-huh. I wouldn't have known that if you didn't tell me here right now. Well, aren't you glad I told you? Because otherwise you wouldn't have known. I'm Not glad like you, you put told together me. the spreadsheet or Mm-mm. put the news together or pretty much directed this show all i this is news to me <laughs> uh yes the um the director ji Wan choi uh pretty much said 
that they are working on the sequel right now, as well as uh, working on the DLC for Lies of P. So big, great, fun, exciting news for P heads out there, for P brains out there. <laughs> pies of Lee. I want to be a guy named Lee who makes pies, and I'm, I'm, I call it Pies of Lee. Oh, that would be really good. Yeah. And also, like, maybe copyright infringement. I don't know. Well, let's not worry about that. Let's cross that bridge when we get there. Uh, I'm not crossing any bridges. It's an expression. Oh. Do you know what else is an expression? What? Deltarune chapters uh, three and four. Doing pretty good. Yippee! In a new update. We had previously been told very overtly by Mr. Toby Fox, creator of Undertale and Delta Rune, that we're going to get Delta Rune's final product was going to release as one thing. You know, chapter one and chapter two were both released separately. And he said, I'm not doing that again. Chapters three, four, five are going to release as one big full paid game. Uh, he changed his mind. He said chapter three is basically done. Chapter four is coming along nicely, but it's going to be a very long time till chapter five. So he has decided to release just chapters three and four for purchase as soon as chapter four is finished. Um, I don't know. This doesn't confirm if chapter five will be like free DLC or what. Um, but it's good to hear that chapter three is coming along nicely. I, in my head, I was like, oh, we must be getting close to Chapter 3's release, but then remembered that, you know, that's not how he's doing it. I hope it's not too far. Yeah. I guess there's not a lot to talk about. It's just that will put the game... We'll be playing new chapters sooner rather than later. Because I thought, you know, realistically, it's probably going to be not till like, 2020... I don't know, 5 or 6 that all of them are going to be done. But now it's probably late 2024 sometime in 2025 is a lot more realistic i feel like toby fox is so booked and busy these days i don't know how he has time to make all this stuff you know what i mean i don't know i don't i don't know him um he so makes I'm music with him. he makes a lot of music for a lot of different things he's a like a collaborator i mean jeez he works on Pokemon a lot. He does. And he like makes his own game. Didn't and he like do all how much he did a lot of music for Scarlet Violet, right? He did like the best song in the game, which was the one that plays in Area Zero. Did he, he was do a the collaborator on it? That whole yeah, part was crazy. If you really think about it, not to get off not to go off on a tangent here, but if you really think about it. Like, playing that whole game and being like, oh, yeah, this is Pokemon. And then all of a sudden, you're in Area Zero, and it's like, bwah, bwah, bwah. It's like, what's going on? There's never been music like this in a Pokemon game. I'm scared. There's robots. There's, well, for me, it was robots. There's, there's like, this hunky professor. There's, like... What's going on in here, you guys? I'm scared. It was scary. There was story. There was, like, it was kind of scary. Like, that was not what I was ever expecting from that game, ever. I I agree. I feel like that's the only part of the game that has really stuck in my mind post-launch. Yes. It's like, you can't remember anything else. Like, I I remember remember uh, Arvin... I remember Penny. Which one's Penny? The one with the red and blue hair and the glasses. Oh, the goth, the little goth one. I don't think she was goth. I guess I shouldn't say goth so much. She was a gamer. uh, Socially ostracized. Yes. And I remember the rival, except I don't remember her name. But I remember that part of the game super clearly because I remember playing it and being like, what am I playing right now? And that was all thanks to Toby Fox's beautiful arrangement. I do feel that we may have slightly gotten off the train. Okay, sorry. But <clears throat> no, why are you sorry? I that's the best stuff happens when we when we hit the brakes and we get off the train and we, you know like skrr, pull into the. 
I feel like I might be getting off the rails a little bit. <laughs> I uh, think I, I'm trying to make a metaphor and I'm just lost. I also had the Area Zero music playing for a bit there. Oh, and yeah. I'm going to be honest, that really like that takes over. I know. Whatever it's, you're thinking, it's, it's just that's it. It's really intense. Um, So not to diverge, but um, our last news story of this episode, uh, not a super happy one. But um, it's there all the same. We've been talking about Bungie a little bit. Um, Bungie was not doing great before Sony acquired them. And uh, this report uh, seemingly says that they probably would have shut down if Sony hadn't acquired them. Um, which is kind of crazy. Because real life. if you think about Bungie, you probably think about like Halo, which feels like it can never fail, even though it's been flopping quite a bit. <laughs> even though it has failed. It's a legacy title, but like the game's kind of. It was it was a slow descent. Yeah. Um, And obviously, as we know, Destiny was also a I guess it's Bungie. Do you say it's I say bung it's Bungie, right? As opposed to what? Bungie? What? <laughs> I knew someone with the last name Bungie. I, that's all. It I is not <laughs> it is it is not never has been and I Bungie pray Studios. never will be. <laughs> Bungie. Well, Bungie just, is a silly name for a game studio. Bungie is rough. Just trying to bring some levity to to this sort of heavy moment. Um. So, <laughs> Bungie. I feel like it's not necessarily so crazy, but it's like because it's like Destiny is not really as popular as it once was, and that's really all that's going on at Bungie right now. So it's not so crazy that they would be like flopping but to the extent where they would like shut down without an acquisition that's crazy to me i mean it when i read blood sweat pixels which is it like talked all about bungie and destiny and their past they're kind of okay i don't want to be like harsh or mean but like it seems like poor management and like bad budgetary decisions are kind of baked into the dna of that studio like I don't yeah. think it's a I don't think there's a lot of incredible planning going on. I am confused cuz like Sony acquiring them is if it saved them that doesn't make a lot of sense to me cuz I'm like they still laid people off so like is yeah, Sony Yeah, what's really just, getting like, saved? Is Sony just like taking the brunt of the hit? I don't know. And also this is confusing to me cuz like Sony bought Bungie clearly to like fuel their live service desires. But if Bungie is doing a bad job of that now, I'm like, what? why did Sony pay $4 billion for that then? And if Sony is potentially moving away from all this live service stuff, like it what is that? It seems like Bungie may Bungie? have been a waste of money for them. It's sad. I think there's a lot of passion in the player base that does exist. And I think yeah. that obviously the layoffs of the dev team the many many layoffs stinks really sucks and i feel like this is like the one part of the conversation that we always go back to is like yeah it's like video games video games video games but at the end of the day it's like that's a person's livelihood and <clears throat> not only are they like losing that but they're also getting all this crap online and i don't know it's just it's just unfortunate it's like imagine being a part of the team that made something like that and you're proud of the product and then you go home and you get fired and then you go online and people are like Not talking about it in a very it's it just it would it's really unfortunate and it really makes me feel for the devs yeah i guess it's like dehumanizing that people are just like how does this affect destiny and it's like how does it affect me yeah Ethan? <clears throat> you know? yeah so i don't know man i just feel like it's not these these stories, ugh, it just doesn't feel good. Especially when it's like 
studio that's been around for a while. I mean, it's always sucks. Decades, yeah. But it's like when it's a studio that has been around for so long, it's like it really shows you like the fragility of the industry right now. And like, like you were saying, like Sony just blew all this money and now it's like, I mean, not to say that Sony doesn't have money, but <clears throat> oh, yeah, I mean, it's also fine. like, I don't care, but what's the pivot? Like if they're pivoting away from live service then it's like, what's destiny going to be like? To be what's fair, what's you going to do? Yeah. And to be honest, when destiny first came out it wasn't like there was a super heavy focus on live service. I mean, destiny first came out in like what? 2014, yeah. 2013. So it's not like live service games were their bread and butter like they were pretending they were for the past like year and a half. But yeah. we'll see. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm I'm sure more intricate details will come out in the near future. But as it stands, this just it just sucks to read this stuff. Yeah, it does. It's a bummer. Um, maybe I should pivot to talk about games that I played. Which you better is ironic. pivot. Pivot. You oh, pivot right rest now. In peace. Oh, you know, I, I will say, I, I you know, we we cheese on Matthew Perry's performance in Fallout New Vegas a lot, but he made Benny a very memorable character. And you haven't played New Vegas, right? I have not, no. Well, if you ever play it, you will get to hear his performance as Benny, which I will never forget. I mean, I I like him a lot. Well, he's I liked him. No, I still like yeah. him. It's not like his performances are gone. It, it's this is not video games but funny story i was i was hanging out with some people i guess that was technically two weeks ago like it if, if we were going to talk about matthew perry we should have done it last week but not that he has anything to do with games anyway he does he does I, I, fallout they put vegas. him in fallout new vegas because he liked fallout 3 so much yeah i wonder what he's been what he was playing lately yeah i hope he, i hope his games were really good the past couple months yeah but I got a text from my mother. I was with a few people and I got a text from my mother that just said, did you hear about Matthew Perry? And 99% of the time, if she texts me, did you hear about blank? And it's like a celebrity. They're dead. And I was just in this group and I just yelled. I was like, Chandler's dead. And everybody was like, what? (laughs) It's not that good of a story. It's just what happened. I mean, how I found out it was jarring because it was like a set. It was like a Friday night. Yeah. I remember we were going time. out for it was Halloween. Halloween weekend. Everybody's yeah. out for Halloween. And we were sitting there and hanging out and having a good time. And somebody's like, Matthew Perry's dead. It's like, <laughs> oh, my God. It's very <laughs> jarring. It's just an odd person to die because, you, you know, you just have like this clear image of like his very life filled performances and stuff. And yeah, he wasn't old. So it's like you expect to hear about that in like 30 or 40 years, not today. Yeah. Rest in peace, Matthew. <sighs> We're having a rough time with transitions today, aren't we? Yeah. Video games. I played some. I wrapped up Signalis. This is another bad story time. Uh, I went to go open it on November 1st to continue playing. I was about like 60% of the way through the game. And it said, no, 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 no. Uh, we're not on Game Pass anymore. <gasps> oh. And I I was so upset and I like stepped back and I was like, I guess I'm done with it then. And then eventually after enough deliberation, I was like, I'm just going to pay 20 bucks. I'm going to finish this game. Like I, I need to see it through. And it's not like that money, money's getting thrown away. It's going to the developers and I love the game. Uh, but it does make me realize that Game Pass really, like if you're playing a game on Game Pass and it's like, less than two weeks from expiring it should tell you when you open it be like hey just so you know yeah because i would have binged through it before it was gone but i did not because i didn't know it was going away but i finished the game i was only like an hour in when i talked about it last week but i it took me about eight hours to finish absolutely exceptional really interesting classic resident evil inspired design beautifully grotesque graphics really disturbing to look at in a good way um I had a really good time with it, though. I only had to look a couple things up. Most of the obtuse stuff still kind of comes together really nicely. I have no idea what happened in the story. I have a one-hour YouTube breakdown in my watch later list, so I will at some point, but it is very, very heady and makes not a lot of sense. But I enjoyed it a lot, and it's not on Game Pass, but I still highly recommend it. I also beat Super Mario Brothers Wonder 
uh, is great. It's just really great. It's Would not. Would you say it's wondrous? I'd say it was wonderful. Yeah, I'd say so. It Wrap was it very up. fun, though. It was beautiful. Uh, I unlocked the secret final level, and I haven't finished that. It <gasps> hurts a lot. Aww. I'm. Ve- I got to the very, very end of it, and then I just I d- died, and it was brutal, and I was very upset. But I'll I'll be finishing that tonight. I'm sure because I need to finish it. I feel like there's like this unopen there's open wound, and it will not be sealed until I finish that level. But wow. I've done everything else. I got every other coin. I got every other uh, wonder seed. I did everything in the game except this level. So, wow, that was kind of intense. What that I have an open wound? Yeah, <laughs> that's how I feel. It's like no closure. I need closure. Um. But I'll be finishing that tonight. Highly recommend that game. Uh, I also, I'm going to do something different, Kelly. I'm going to do something I've never done before. Uh-oh. Landed on my front porch today. This is mostly for you. And it's oh. going to be a weird auditory experience for the audience. Oh. I got two Ambios. Oh. I got Zelda and Ganondorf from Tears of the Kingdom. Wow. I'm going to open them and review them. And Kelly, make which them one kiss. do you want me to open first? Oops. Which one Who said that? Uh, Ganondorf. Ganondorf first. Okay. He's the big one. He cost four more dollars than Zelda because, you know. He's a big women. boy. Oh. And I women was... get paid less. Less, less. Yeah. Women get paid less. <laughs> <laughs> that was going to be my joke. And then you said that he's big. Well. Right. Can, can the audience hear this? I can sure hear it. I Is can it hear really the crackle it? and crumble of the Amiibo cardboard. Oh, my goodness. His platform is huge. Oh my gosh! Well, he's the... a big boy. No, no, hang on. I can. I want to see what you're seeing. <clears throat> I want to make sure. So this is the. I'm showing Kelly Gannon. Wow. Um. Yep, that's him. He's all right. Really big. This yeah, I bet is he is huge. Yep, I bet he is. It's really high quality though. He got all the muscles. Big arms, big legs, big head, big he's... chest. And that's it. He has no other extremities. Big floor. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know that sounds silly, but like, look at, you can That's see. That's a big on floor. Camera, you the, could put another person that, on that floor. The platform that he stands on, like the Amiibo platform, is too small. So they just put a, like, a big rock on top of the Amiibo base because his feet are too far apart. They had to make it bigger for him. They're innovators. They're innovating. Wait. On one side he's frowning, on the other side he's smiling. He's a he's a, a man of many. I can't really. <laughs> sorry. On. He's okay, a man of many emotions. I'm sorry. I I can't. <laughs> I have the amiibo right in the camera, but it's too small. I trust ironic, and believe big, that you're but... telling the truth. Yeah, I'll send a picture later if I remember. But he's smiling on one side and he's frowning on the other. He's ambivalent. Right. Next one. Zildor. Zildorf. Let's go oh. ahead and see her. Ah. Crack that bad girl open. I don't like that. I don't like you I shouldn't it. have said that. You already said it and we can't stop now. <laughs> Let's bleep that out. Nope. <laughs> She's flying. Wow, look at her. Look, her feet are not touching. She's so slay. She's cool. So she has the broken master sword in this amiibo. Oh, it's really flimsy. Look how flimsy it is. Oh, God. Well, don't do that. I feel like I'm going to break it. Yeah, so maybe don't do that. I'm probably not going to do that. I don't want to break it. <laughs> so, But she's she has like this big plastic platform going into her... Uh, tush? No, it's uh, kind of below her like tush. Her, her thighs, yeah. Her back thighs. Yeah, but it holds her in the air, so she's floating. Wow. She has toes. Okay. She, well, she's wearing sandals. That's enough. What? Ke- Kelly. I've heard enough. Uh, I really like this amiibo. This is this segment was poorly planned. No, it wasn't. We heard the crackling. We heard the review. <laughs> uh, for visual guides, if you Google Zelda and Ganondorf amiibos, you can yeah. probably see what Andrew is currently fondling right now. Hey, I'm just. Jo- it's a joke. I'm joking. I'm fondling. Can you make Ganondorf them kiss? Now. Yeah. Let's yeah. see it. Let's see it. Here they go. I can't see. Oh, wow. Can you okay. see now? Yeah. 
Aw, yeah, woo! Their mouths yeah. come out of the line. Yeah. Wow, you ready? they kind of like ready? Watch. fit together. Yep. Uh, oh, um, I don't think I can describe what's going on right now. Hey, whoa, no, Kelly. Well, I've that's what Zelda it looked like to me. Ganondorf. No, I had Zelda in the stabbing butt? in the head. Oh, okay. Like well, in... it wasn't the head. It wasn't that head. I'm joking. It's a Kelly. joke. What I are don't... you talking about? <laughs> Kelly, you need to go home. <laughs> I think I... twice the weight, just to be clear, though. I... I... They kind of fit well together. They're a good pair. I have my Link amiibo from Tears of the Kingdom downstairs, but I'm not going to go get him. Yeah, he's not invited, to be they honest. They can hold hands. Look how different their hand size is. <clears throat> Yeah, that's pretty intense. They cannot hold hands, though. They they could. I mean, they could if they weren't um, little figurines. No, they're holding hands. Look, can you see? Them oh my god! Hands? Yeah, you really made it work. Yeah. Okay. What a beautiful. I feel like... It's it's getting a little saucy. Okay, let's let's turn it down a little bit. I feel like I may have lost the lost the lead, right, <laughs> buried the lead. Right, they're good amiibos. Uh, I don't I, amiibos are very expensive these days, so I only recommend them if you're a hardcore collector like me and my idiot self. Because um, <laughs> like Zelda was eighteen or sixteen, and Ganon was twenty because he's a big boy. And like the Noah and Mio amiibos that I got for later this year or for early next year, I mean, were forty dollars for the pair. So like amiibos are expensive these days. But anyway, should I talk about video games again? Sure. Uh, Kelly, did you buy WarioWare or no? I did not. I'm I pretty have... broke right now. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I have good news. Yes? Uh, you may have made a correct decision. Oh, no. Um, I'm a big WarioWare fan. I've liked it my whole life. Smooth Moves on the Wii is actually how I got into the series. And WarioWare, WarioWare Move It, the new game, is like a spiritual sequel to Smooth Moves for your Switch. And I got it. It was $50 instead of 60 So, you know, it's not going to be quite that long. But it, it did only take me about an hour and 40 minutes Ugh. to finish the game. Um, which is rough because also, you know, the whole the whole crux of WarioWare is these micro games. They're only a couple seconds long. Um, so you're just like, rush, 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 go, go, go. Figure it out as you go. Good luck. Um, but... The major downside is that it has to teach you new poses all the time because like it's a motion based game. So it's like, oh, this is the pose where you stand there with your arms at your side. This is the one where you stand with your arms like out like a bird. This is the one where you stand with your arms in the air. And it it it's a bit that they do. Did you play Smooth Moves on Wii? No. When it introduces a new pose to you, it's like this long mini cutscene introducing you to the pose and making like a joke about it which is great like once or twice but for all like 15 poses they're like a they're like 30 seconds to a minute each so like let's just say it's 15 minutes of that and it's an hour and 40 minute game that's a lot of that time spent watching kind of not funny jokes be told <laughs> just to tell you put your arms at your side for this one uh, and it clashes so much because the games are seconds long. Like, they're, like, a few seconds, but they spend, like, a minute telling you to put your arms by your side. Hmm. Um, and the micro games are, like, fine. I think I'm kind of old, and I don't like motion <laughs> controls very much. Like, I don't think I that think... makes you old. I think that makes you quite normal, actually. I think a lot of people don't like yeah. motion controls. Because it's, like, gimmicky. It's very Nintendo Wii, you know? Yeah. Uh, but... I mean, it's fine, and if you, like, could get it on sale later or, or rent it, you'd have fun with it, I think. But at $50, I really don't think this game was worth it. Um, it was quite disappointing to me. I gave it, like, a 6 out of 10, which I realized is tied with the worst-reviewed game I uh, put on my game list this year with Diablo 4. Um, it's quite a negative for me. Uh <laughs> I yeah I really can't recommend this game. If you're really into WarioWare, it's it's a fine one. And if you have people to play with, like I I don't have any roommates or anything, and there's a lot of multiplayer content, which means I just couldn't touch that, you know. 
I'm mm-hmm. not going to hang out with Kelly. Like I hate, I hate that person. Yeah. Um, yeah, me too. Oh, crap. I just remembered <clears throat> Kelly's on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Oops. Thought I was talking to Ganondorf, not Kelly. <laughs> uh, it's not great. It was fine. It's just not great. And I was really disappointed about that. Uh, I'm sorry. It's okay. It's your fault, but it's okay. I'm glad you said something because now I'm not going to buy it. Yeah, it's not worth 50 bucks. That's for sure. Oh, that's crazy for a WarioWare game. I'm sorry. They should not be more than like 40. Or it should just be long. Like put way more in there. Yeah. It's way too short. Right. But to end on a high note, I played a game that I didn't pay for. It was on Game Pass. Brand new release. Independent game from Don't Nod. Jusson. Um, it is a game. It's spelled J-U-S-A-N-T. It is French. Um, it's about climbing. So it's a, a three-hour indie game, and the whole game is about climbing. You control your left hand with the left trigger and your right hand with the right trigger, and you're just climbing surfaces, trying to get to the top of this, this giant structure. It is a post-drought world, so there's no water in this world. There's a lot of weird environmental stuff going on. You're kind of trying to figure out what happened to this world and also, you know, save your little adorable blue creature that is on your back. Um, Kelly would like the creature, that's for sure. Um, (laughs) But it's a really beautiful game. I played it on Series X and the graphics were really, really sharp and I enjoyed them. Like, it's just, it was just a very visually stark game. There was like very deliberate decisions. The colors were incredible. Every design decision felt, um, like I said, deliberate. And I really just, I couldn't get enough of it. It was perfect, uh, a perfect length. There were some bits where like the climbing was a bit frustrating, um, but those were kind of few and far between. And more often than not, I was just in a flow of climbing constantly and it felt great. Um, Like I said, the story is kind of mostly implied, but by the end, I did end up really enjoying what was going on. And because of the really good design, the character, the main character really hit with me. It just, I just felt the emotions that they were feeling because of this really simple, but like high poly design um, and the beautiful, adorable little creature on his back. I don't know what the character's names are because they don't speak in this game. It is all silent. Um, There's notes spread throughout the world so you can kind of get more uh, detailed understanding of the world. But I don't like reading in my video games so i didn't that's my thing if you if a video game puts in notes or anything most games i do not read them and if that makes me a bad gamer fine well you're going to jail so jail yep because you're a bad gamer so you're going to jail yeah but i'm saying i loved the game well you're still going to jail sorry i reviewed two games this week signalis and chusson both full of notes that build the world and i read none of them Granted, I did talk about how confusing and nonsensical Signalis was, so maybe that one's a little bit on me. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. <clears throat> but Jusant comes together regardless of that. Um, I I really, really appreciated <coughs> this game. It's on Game Pass, at least on Xbox. Kelly, find out if it's on PC Game Pass. Would you mind? Here I go. There she goes. Um, I think if it was any longer, it probably would have fallen flat at a certain point. But because it only took me about three hours, it ended up feeling very, you know, concise. Hey, guess what? PC Game Pass? Yep. Well, that means I double my recommendation. Maybe you should play it, Kelly. It's adorable. Did you see the little creature on the back of I did. the character? I did. I remember it's... seeing the trailer for this. I'm going to be honest. I think the trailer didn't hit for me. Was it last Game Awards or was it at the Um, Summer Game stuff? I feel like it was last Game Awards. Like, I feel like it was a while ago. Yeah, I feel like we've known about this game a long time and it didn't hit for me because I was just like, "Eh, it just looks like it's copying Breath of the Wild climbing. It's not. It is a different idea. Um, I, I just recommend this game. I think even if you weren't interested in the trailers... I found it way better than I thought it looked, if that makes sense. Like, I thought the trailers looked okay. I thought the game was very fun to play, though, and very beautiful, very satisfying, incredible music, incredible visuals. 
it really just hit perfectly. And like I said, that time, if it was any longer, I probably would have, I'd be feeling a lot different about it. But because it was three hours, it was just a perfect two sitting game. If you really have the time, you could probably finish this in one sitting because it's just six chapters. Most of them are not very long. I just, I just loved it. Truly. I really, I highly recommend this game. It kind of came out of nowhere for me. I saw the reviews were pretty good and I was like, oh, it's on Game Pass because full credit to Xbox Game Pass. Those day one releases are just hitting for me. You know, we got Like a Dragon next week. Well, technically in time of release, two days from now. Oh. I just finished Jusson. Freaking Persona 5 Tactica. Persona 3 uh, Reload. Reload. Yeah. I almost called it Royal. It's not that. I'm That's stupid. crazy. I'm excited for that. I'm excited for that. I'm excited for that. For, for Jusson? For Persona 3 Reload. Do I sound pretentious when I call it Jusson? Yeah. Okay. Well, no, what I'm would you call kidding. it? Jusson! <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I'm joking. I feel like I just, it sounds so bad to not pronounce it the French way. Yeah, I get it. Like Jusant sounds, yeah, sounds bad. Rose. Jusant sounds Jusson. nice. Jusson. Jusson. I took French in high school. I didn't. I took Spanish, and I can tell you none of it. I took French. In our The way it worked in our high school was that the first three years were just learning the language, and then the fourth year was learning history. It was very interesting. France is a very old place. I heard that in the French Revolution, the bourgeoisie was actually vampires, and a young man named Richter Belmont um, used his whip yes. to whip them to death. Yes, that's all true. Yes. We. We. Nintendo we? No. We. Like the French. Oh, Nintendo we you? We. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. (laughs) I'm sorry. hope you had a really awesome week. I hope that you continue to have an awesome week. Go out and vote today if you haven't already. And thank you for listening. And we'll see you Next week, what are you, Andrew's signaling something to me. What? Make sure to vote. I literally said that. I, I literally said yeah, make, I think, sh- make sure I to think, vote if you haven't already. I think you should say it um, just once again, just one more time. Okay. Make sure to go <laughs> vote if you have not already. Wait, 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 wait. Nope, I'm done. Ganondorf says... He doesn't want you to vote. But Zelda says she wants you to vote. So who are you really going to side with? Oh, but now they're kissing. Okay. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Bye.